You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. for this sort of thing but i'm kind of shocked that there's not an evil dead porn parody specifically uh, there's not there isn't no there's zombie porn parodies but there's not a sp- that i've found there's, evil dead because i mean there's got to be come an evil on, head. Boomstick part four yeah. you've never seen that i'll swallow your pole <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a no-brainer right <laughs> they'll fuck your brains out dead by dawn dead by dawn i'll swallow your other no, thing bed by dawn dick, dick, bed by dick dawn, by dawn. <laughs> Dick my dog. Dick my dog. Dick my dog. <laughs> it's funny because Evil Dead Rise is like, all right. So it's not like it's it's the even porn parody of the original no, Evil no, Dead. No, 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 no. It's not like it's even faintly trying to be a remake of Evil Dead Two, which is was a comedic remake of Evil Dead One. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was like, uh, I I'm pretty sure the term splat stick may have started with Evil Dead Two. Very where possible. Like, where it's slapstick, but lots of splatter gore. Right. Uh. This one is not a direct sequel. It doesn't tie in directly to the last Evil Dead requel that was just called Evil Dead. Yes, requel, because they've said it's in the same universe as Bruce Campbell. We'll see how that plays out. But it does specifically reference Evil Dead 2 in certain points, mm-hmm. where, including a scene with a bunch of like deadites going, Death by Dawn! Dead yes. by Dawn! Which was the tagline for Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And I appreciated that. Yeah, both of these, this and the previous requel, whatever, uh, yeah, they have some loving homages, but they definitely are not hitting the comedy as hard. Oh, well, it's not comedy uh, at all. It, it's not. I mean, there's a little bit of there's... humor in this one, but there was virtually none in the previous one. There, Yeah, the previous one, I kind of liked how they did like the hand wave, like this is how we deal with technology, you know, in the, in the previous one. They uh, made it where they didn't have cell phones because their their friend was like trying to kick off drugs and yeah. they didn't want them to be able to contact their dealer to bring them more drugs to where they were. So it, was it was like a reasonable yeah. reason to get rid of cell phones in a heartbeat. Yeah, it was one. Yeah. It was a reasonable reason to get rid of cell phones and to explain away her crazy behavior because she was becoming unhinged because she was you know you know coming off of her drugs or yeah. whatever. Definitely not possessed by a demon. Um, <sighs> Yeah, of course, once they found all the dead bodies and shit in the basement, they were like, you know what? We can find another cabin. I would have been. should have left. I would have been so happy. I've been waiting for that day to be renting a cabin and find a bunch of dead bodies and a book of the dead in it my whole life. I'm just waiting I'm for it. By the way, what are you guys doing next weekend? Um, <laughs> not renting a cabin. Actually, oh, you guys want to rent a investing cabin? Investing in boomsticks, Chris. Oh That's gosh. what I'm doing. I, We're in Texas. I'm pretty sure just, it's easy for me to get a shot. People do the whole oh like God. murder mystery parties. Where are the evil I, dead mystery parties? I will do one. You know, who's the dead eye? Where like you have like you have to have like make, the werewolf. You game? have to have a makeup crew, right? Mm. Like and like a certain amount of plot ahead of time, where uh-huh. you're just like you have certain plant actors who come in and are just like, all right, so 
like you're gonna be a deadite at some point uh-huh. right and uh-huh. then you've got the crew like you that uh-huh. comes in and is like okay now we Put the makeup on him real God quick. God damn it, okay. Chris. Yeah. I don't need more theme parties, but this sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I volunteer I... to be the guy who projectile vomits over everyone. <laughs> oh, please don't. Um, yeah, I would. Just feed him enough whiskey. It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Hold my beer. Um, yeah, I would have came out to this in cosplay, but we had to drive through a fucking deluge. The sky cracked open oh and God, just it yeah. was raining so hard. It was like one of those times where like. I can't really see that well, but I'm like, yeah, this is like, you know, the time before I wore glasses. Yeah. Like, this is how shitty my vision is. I I'll wish get there. Fine. It was actually the scariest part of the evening before the movie even started. <laughs> Nothing wish... in the movie scared me as much as driving to Pflugerville. I w- it was really, <laughs> it, to be fair, he's not criticizing the movie. It was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I can't see. I think I'm about to go into a ditch. I can't believe I'm about to die to see a sequel to an Evil Dead requel. And I wish we had recorded this 20 minutes earlier because the, it was we just, would have been sober. Then. Thunder was just crashing down. And I was like telling Wright, who is being our producer on this one. Hello. <laughs> oh, he's like a shout out. I was like, this you, is you the, could add those, right? This, in is, post. The, this is what the one time that like having the interruption of weather is appropriate it yeah. was a dark yeah. and stormy night Very because this new so. film that's made by lee cronin who mm-hmm. previously who hasn't had a lot of stuff really, really. he did a very well received indie horror film called the hole in the ground which i mm-hmm. genuinely liked but didn't think was like a new masterpiece or anything i was like it's good it's it, this is a promising start it's startling that this is the same guy who made that movie because that's a super restrained horror film this is not restrained at all. That, <laughs> well, it's I an Evil Dead movie. On the review be. for The Hole in the Ground? Is that, Maybe. Is that the one with like the kid and like he's weird and his family? and they're, The ki- the weird kid? I the, do the, know the movie you're talking it's about. Like I didn't see the it. Pit, but, it's yeah. like The Pit, but more contemporary The Pit, sort of. I don't know about The Pit. What? So. I see you right over there giggling. Have you guys done The Pit on Trash in the Can? No, Trash in the Can. Only on oneofus.net. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna dragging keep right away. Your other show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we took the mic um, away from him. But yeah, I think I was on the review for the Hole in the Ground. Well, it's a genuinely good little indie horror. Yeah. Film. But I, when they announced him, I was like, "That's not the guy I would have picked." But Sam Raimi finally is getting better and better. Sorry, Sam, I love you, but uh-huh. like for a while with your Ghost House pictures, I'm like, "What are you doing?" Uh, lots of trash that they were p- pumping out, like like thirteen ghosts and House on Haunted Hill oh. and Ghost Ship. We're like oh. these are yeah they were the, they all have great opening scenes and the rest of them are garbage. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what are you doing? So I was worried about them coming back with like, oh, I'm just handpicking directors. But it's clear that Ramy, uh, Sam, uh, uh, Rob Taper, and Bruce Campbell, who own the rights to the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Are like they know that this is their bread and butter. They mm-hmm. know they can't fuck this up, yeah. and, and all, almost certainly had a heavy hand on both this director Lee Cronin and the director of the previous film uh, Fede Alvarez, Fede Alvarez uh, who has gone on to make other films yeah. that I really liked as well. Uh, and that's good. I'm glad about that. I mean, they're not Kathleen Kennedying the shit, but sure. they're still like this is what this needs to be. And whereas, I mean, that's a terrible example because none of the Evil Dead's rise to the level <laughs> well, I rise. Say, of Rise of Skywalker. Actually, I should say to the level of. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. He he's got an opportunity to find new, fresh directors. <laughs> he he's basically got the challenge of trying to find the next him you know like who's that young scrappy guy but has proven themselves and you give them the evil dead franchise which is kind of so familiar that you 
I don't want to say you can fuck it, you can't fuck it up, but you know you're oh. you're 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 kind of comfortably constrained within that tale. But this second one, the first one was more or less a remake. The second one, they do some interesting variations on the theme. There's definitely some visual shorthand for like. <laughs> Evil Dead stuff, yeah, you know, as yeah. far as like your Dutch angles, your like I felt the crazy like, camera flying around, yeah. yeah, which they only do twice in the whole film, at the very beginning and the very end. Did you feel like they had some like interesting like musical beats? Like it felt like some of the musical stingers in it were very Hellraiser to me. I I felt that as well. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, any good horror director is absorbing everything that's come sure. before, and certainly there's aspects of that. There's a Shining like direct oh, reference ways. in here. Yeah. You know, but that does something different with it, to right. be fair. Which, but it's still like it's nodding at the history of horror in a way that's not annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and because you can't just repeat the same gag. There are some gags you are definitely going to see. Mm-hmm. And when I get when I say gag, I don't necessarily mean they're funny just or in terms of like a physical effect. Well, sometimes both. <laughs> but you said that this guy had done a sort of like more internal sort of serious horror. Yeah. And that pays off here because I will say of all the Evil Dead films mm-hmm. and I've liked them all. This one yeah. probably has, I, I dare say, it has the most heart. It's got like characters that you actually kind of care about. Yeah. Uh, because... I'll let you do the synopsis, but it's the first time we've seen a family well, yeah. and kids in this story. And not idiots at a cabin that are being like misogynistic or just like horny or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and you know, in the last one, it was like, they're not bad people per se. Well, some of them aren't, mm-hmm. but like they have checkered as hell pass. And this one also, like even like the scenario with like, it's a mom who is got two teenage kids and one much younger kid mm-hmm. and she's clearly not the world's best mom <laughs> like but she's like she's a little like she's having a hard time making rent she's having a hard time making rent they're living in a burnout old building sure. that's about to be demolished and they have like what a month to move out mm-hmm. and find a new place and she hasn't found anything and yet hasn't found anything the husband has left me. the husband has left um, the kids are kind of like, whatever, mom. Like, she's busy dyeing her hair instead of, like, looking for new places for them to, like, move into. Like, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't be taking the time to dye my fucking hair. I'd be, like, on fucking Zillow or whatever the fuck yeah. those apps are, like, scouring trying to, be to find fair, a place. she's fixing her tattoo machine, which I presume is her job. Yeah. yeah well, she was, she was fixing her, yeah, her tattoo machine. While she's dyeing her she's hair. She's a cool yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a, a very cool she's mom. She's a rock mom. She's a cool mom, not like the other moms. Which is even more clear when it turns out, like, her sister who was introduced even before her mm-hmm. uh comes in and she's like a tech she's like a guitar manager, tech. guitar tech manager for some rock band whoever it is and um who is they're estranged but she's come back and she's like i need to talk to you because she found out she's pregnant and this conversation doesn't happen immediately but she's like hi i'm back and and uh the mom is like Hey, uh, what about all those phone calls I gave you? And she's like, I'm touring all over the place. I'm constantly busy. There's the drama of those characters. And the interaction is set up right from the beginning of the fact that they have a complicated relationship. And that's part of what I think ultimately makes this work as well as it does is that they do have that. There is real underlying tension between these people. Yeah. I can but relate. there's also love too. Yeah. yeah. No question. I can relate to that. Cause sometimes I'm really bad about listening to my voicemails and I missed like a really important one from my dad. And so when that happened in the movie, I was like, Oh shit. Yep. Yeah. Feeling that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And also the kids are, are 
good good child actors mm-hmm. and yeah. you know that you can tell that they love their mom and they love their cool aunt yeah. you know it's it is obviously they're you know every family has some problems but sure. they're a happy family but they're in this decaying apartment building when there's an earthquake mm-hmm. and they're in an california yeah. and uh, and air the, quotes the kids are off getting pizza for them for the yeah. evening and they they've just come back into the underground garage and the ground has opened up in the garage and the, the older boy kid is like there's a hole and goes down like and they established There's earlier. There's a hole in the ground, even hole in the ground, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's how he got the job. The place, the You've place, done holes in the ground. Guy, yeah, you know holes. <laughs> also, porn version. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but they established earlier that this was an old bank, and yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, here it's like opens to an old vault," and he goes down there, and like, "Oh, there's a, a book wrapped up in uh, in in cloth, and there's also a bunch of old records." And he's like a like a wannabe DJ, yeah. And of, so, so of course, course he has he a grabs record the records, play. yeah, record player, yeah, exactly. And he bring, wrong with that. And he brings, <laughs> Shut oh. up! You're not on this review, right? <laughs> <laughs> And he brings him up and he's like, oh, okay, let's uh, look at this. And of course, the, the book is not the book the way we've seen it with no. the f- kind of face thing on it. It's a different looking one. This it's is got, more like the Harry Potter. I was going to say that. Bestiary yeah, uh, book. Well, I mean, literally. Gotta, it's got to tickle the spine. It first. looks like it. It's got like <laughs> teeth that close it. And he cuts himself on the teeth and gets blood on it, which obviously is something you don't want to do. And then he plays the records, which he has to, because they're very, very, very old. I think they say 1926 or something. Well, no, yeah. I love that detail because they would have been 78s. Yeah, exactly. And his setup only plays 33 or 45. will not play 78s. I mean, he, he has to put his finger on he it actually, to make it go the right speed. Exactly. So he's spinning. He's spinning on the Victrola. Uh, That's the thing. Will you be quiet, right? My, my mom and stepdad had some old like edison players i have one in my living room now and yeah. it's spooky yeah yeah now my parents threw out all their old 78s at one point which i don't know even at the time i went what, what was that before after they uh switched over to the victrola reels <laughs> we, yeah. we, the wax cylinders we actually going, had some of those too oh the wax cylinders are cool going back to the pizza did you guys catch the nod to the evil dead Previous oh, I, films, the Henrietta's pizza. Yeah, the pizza. Henrietta's yeah. pizza. Come oh, yeah. down to my cellar. There's, there's <laughs> lots of little very subtle things like that. But also lots of not so subtle. Yeah, like <laughs> eyeballs nuts. being flying around the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so like he puts up there, puts the records on. It's a, it's the equivalent of Evil Dead 2. Right. They press play on the tape recorder, on the reel-to-reel or tape recorder. Treat. And they're like, here's the what uh, the translation of what it says in uh, the book. Kamda, Kamda. And shit starts happening right at this time the mom is coming upstairs from doing laundry in the elevator and the shit flies right at her sam you get the style. evil dead shot yeah, yeah the evil dead shot and she's like what the fuck so it's very clear early on that she is going to be our first possessor but yeah. if you watch these films you know absolutely no one is safe once the dead are released in this context which I'm still unclear about like, do they have like a GPS thing of like, they can only go so far. Cause you think the whole world would be possessed. Yeah. At this point, but, I mean, you know. I should say that there is this fake out at the very beginning of the movie. It's not a spoiler. Mm. We start off in a very nice cabin mm-hmm. in the woods. And you're like, An Oh A-frame. yeah. Very beautiful. A frame. Oh yeah. Uh, and you think, oh, well, okay, cabin in the woods. It's, it fits it's the mold. It's exactly yeah. what you expect. I mean, Jesus Christ, there is a, in the evil dead musical, there's a song called cabin in the woods. It's just part of the mythos. <laughs> And so once they're in this, you know, apartment, 
you're like, how is this going to transplant? And how does it tie mm-hmm. into the scene it, we saw at does. the beginning? And you're like, well, there's no trees to rape anybody. So yeah. how are they going to do well, that? It's a very mm. quick, here's a bunch of gore right at the start. Yeah. Here's the, you know, here's the film where, here's the Evil Dead version of the Cabin in the Woods where nobody lived. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right off the bat. And they were like one day earlier. And the trick of this movie is you kind of forget about it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I've talked to a friend of mine who was like, I don't like the wraparound. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the wraparound either. I was like, I don't think it needed it. It just felt like this isn't a, I, I feel like oh. I get that they were like, we want to start with like a bang. Yes. But I also felt like, yeah, I don't feel like this really needed. I felt like if you were going to do a wraparound on it or like a end thing, it should have tied into the last movie in a way. Yeah. I mean, Say, that's like, always the case with the Evil Dead movies is that, you know, the first third is just getting to know these people they're in the cabin oh, speaking they're looking of, around marco oh yeah you know well we've spent time in a cabin together but we don't talk <laughs> did you guys about do that. the wraparound no that oh, was well we, we do a wraparound that's <clears throat> our board parody it's Anyways, called head by don't dawn. you remember <laughs> i was like those aren't pillows <laughs> those aren't pillows <laughs> I, and i was going head by dawn head by dawn <laughs> i thought if they're gonna do a wraparound that yeah it should at, at the beginning that it should at the end kind of like leave it towards. I don't want to give anything too much away, but yeah. I feel like with this wraparound, yeah, it didn't seem really conducive it was, to the story. It, was, it felt in like a way. the only reason for it existing was so they could start with a bang. Exactly, mm-hmm. because like I said, all of those movies always start off slow yeah. until the book is introduced, and that is the the downfall of the franchise. That's Tessa, that, by the way. Oh yeah, what? That's Tessa. Tessa. What? Hi, Tessa. Hi. Yeah. Just what? making sure that people know who you are. Hi. Hi. Did we not do introductions? No, we didn't. We're we doing them did now. now. Oh, shit. You're and 17 minutes in the review. Go for it. Right is off mic being obnoxious. I am <laughs> a big fan of the Evil Dead series. I have cosplayed as Ash so many times. I would have tonight, but I wasn't feeling up to it, and no. the rain was crazy. But I have very done disappointed. Dead Eye Ash, Regular Ash, all the Ashes. Sure. Uh, so anyway, so they bring it after this, they bring it up there. The mom is possessed. And then it really is sort of like, there's only a few people left in this apartment building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or like, uh, also they're going to kind of knock uh, it down kind of poor. And like they're, and they, as much as you think, Oh, it's going to be a gradual body count. No, pretty much everybody in the building's dead in the first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the main it, that's the thing that's interesting about this, because as I said, all of these films have kind of the same plot yeah. except for army of darkness, but it's always like mm. people go to the cabin, they find the book, but they how read do the you book, do it? Shit happens. Yeah. How do you transpose that into, you know, uh, uh, a modern day, apartment complex you're not in the woods it's the and first that's one, a really smart interesting inversion of the story it's the first one other than army of darkness yeah. which mm-hmm. was a direct sequel to evil yes. dead 2 so you know that a good reason for that I, and the most different from any of the others of yeah the i movies. mean but it's the first one that is not in a cabin in the woods they're like it's an apartment in the middle of a city yeah which people were really cynical about and i'm like no it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be in a cabin in the woods at all like it's it's a crumbling old fucking like really old bank and when they it's just has all the same elements that you want like a they dilapidated go the bank, apartment you're in the bank vault and you're like oh like 
this is goes back to like the turn of the century. Right. Like they're playing the records are like in 1926. This yeah. all happened. Like, okay, so there's a little bit of mythology building here, but only a little bit. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't play those records backwards. Yeah. I mean, the only yeah, right? <laughs> the, Paul didn't. is dead. Paul is. Well, no, dead. you played those records back. They're like Jesus is Lord. Jesus I, is Lord. I like. We, I like. We had a lot of tough female characters in this. Even yeah. the mom who got possessed early on, she was still like. She was fighting to the last moment there's, she could. There's only really one male char- character in the film who gets real screen time. Yeah. You know, the, the teenage son. Sure. Yeah. And then the there's neighbor. A there's a couple neighbors down the yeah. hall and but stuff. But they don't get much screen time. But I feel like this, like, even the little girl was, like, kind of tough. Like, yeah. she yeah. was scared, but she was also kind of tough. She was like, you're not my mom. She had a newt thing going she on. She Absolutely. Big and, time newt. And and the actress who plays the aunt is kind of, you know, not Ash, but she's kind of our Ripley. She's like, yeah. I have to protect these kids from this evil thing that's possessed their mother. And it's really, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous because I thought, okay, you brought a bunch of kids mm-hmm. into this. Mm-hmm. And that usually means no one's going to get hurt. Yeah. But not in this movie. Uh-huh. But, no, you know, sorry, Bob. Yeah, I don't want to tell you which kids get it and which don't. But suffice it to say, this movie goes, all rules are off. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just the kids in the family because there's other kids yeah. in the building. Yeah. Yeah, and... You know, even though in the first half of this film, there's definitely gore, no question, but it's not like the last film where almost immediately it's over the top gore. Once it gets into the second half of this movie, it's like, oh, here's what you're you're here for. Yeah. And it's one of those things I go, this, there had to be a fight to keep this from being NC-17 because mm-hmm. it is really I mean, hard you'll never look at a gore. cheese grater the same oh, way yeah. <laughs> they, they actually when the early reviews came in that all mentioned that scene yeah. of the cheese grater they the second poster of the film mm-hmm. has the, the <laughs> has the tower apartment building it as like a, a cheese, cheese grater, grater. I it love like it grater. that's yeah. brilliant I, I, I mean the thing is that's what's beautiful about it because everybody has a, not everybody but just about everybody has a cheese grater yeah. mm-hmm. and we've all kind of cut ourselves on it if yeah. Bit. You know, or if you have a microplane or whatever, or I a mandolin. You guys should I really like a, cheese, okay? A, Don't yeah. judge me, Chris. Well, I, just, I am going to shred down to the goddamn nub, Chris. I'm getting <laughs> every piece of cheese I can get. I don't shred cheese. It's I just, really fucked up when you do it, actually. It hurts quite a bit. Will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> You're not as review, right? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, but no, seriously, that works because we've all... You know, none of us have ever had our eyeballs eaten out by a demon or like, what? you know, had, I mean, or had a chainsaw. Dude, I've got wrapped cl- through our I've head. I've got clitoris in my eyeball. Wait, yeah. what? Well, yeah. Tessa, we'll talk later. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. Okay, oh. so. I'm just saying, look, <laughs> it's like deep look, your except girl, it's in my eyeball. Your girlfriend yeah. didn't have good aim, obviously. Yeah, uh, she was true. aiming for somewhere else. <laughs> but but the thing is, the cheese grater is like everybody knows that. And as soon as that comes into play, you're like. I know exactly what's going to happen. It's weird they didn't. I bet you. I bet you anything. The one thing they wish mm-hmm. is that they had spent more time on that shot. Like, yeah. Wait, uh, oh, like, the cheese grater yeah, shot. I bet you anything. I, that's the one thing in, that they regret they didn't. Uh, uh, spend and I'll more bet time you that's on. the easiest shot in the movie. The, the yeah. easiest gag yeah. in the movie, yeah. and yet it's going to hurt because everyone can identify uh, with it. Absolutely. You see a cheese grater, and the first thing you think is, "Boy, it sure would suck if I." Fucking like, yeah. If anybody rubbed this against my skin, I'm surprised they didn't utilize. Okay, they utilized the oven, like the range, quite a bit, but I'm yeah. surprised no one like got the, like their face like with a like the stamp. They on avoided the a range. lot of the obvious 
Yeah, yeah they choices. did. They didn't do the obvious yeah. choices, which uh, I appreciate. I mean, there is a certain amount of like, see that item, know it's going to be used at some point. It's Chekhov's but... non-gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chekhov's uh, cheese grater. Che- <laughs> Chekhov's wood chipper. Come yeah. On. Oh, oh no! God. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Well, that's we happening. know that's coming into play." I mean, oh, when you boy. see when you see a truck in the garage, it said like because it's one of the neighbors, like Fonda's tree trimming service yeah. or and it's got like a like, chainsaw on the side you. of the truck i fucking see you fonda you're like <laughs> i, I you. know what you're doing for the record bruce campbell did appear in this movie mm-hmm. he's the voice of the priest on the record ah mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense yeah. makes sense considering you know he's the guy who first listens to the original recording which is how they ended the previous film just reusing that audio yeah. so i guess the moral from this story is if you know words that will summon the dead don't fucking record them just keep those thoughts to yourself. Unless you're me. In which case, let's do this thing. Yeah, uh, no, no. And no. have a murder mystery evil dead party. Oh, we can totally figure, we can, <laughs> we can, totally figure we can this out. We can fucking suss that out. I can yeah. do that. Seriously. Well, let's go to final thoughts. Tess, I want to get it started. Holy shit. Um, okay. This oh, man, the title card in this is so fucking good. Oh, it's so yeah, great. It, it goes is, hard. It is gorgeous. Um, it is eerie. Like from the jump, the the very beginning scene where the demon is kind of showing itself in a very creepy way. Um, I gotta say, like the makeup effects are great, the practical effects are great. Um, some of the creature designs are really good. They kind of uh, emote, like you said, they're pulling from everything. The Shining, I think the thing, the thing? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the finger guns, eyebrows, eyebrows. Um. But yeah, like they're they're pulling from everything, but not in the most derivative manner. And even like no. the shining reference, they, they do, do it really the, different, a different angle. Yeah, and you know what's up. And also, it was kind of uh, emoting what happened to me in the theater, which I spilled my wine all <laughs> down my ass and down my leg. I had to change pants before coming out to record tonight. I was I did too, moment. but there was, that was a different explanation. <laughs> and so, um, I. This is this is a really good entry in the franchise. I love Evil Dead. I love Ash. I love Bruce Campbell. I love uh fucking the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> yes. Like fuck yeah. Um not uh, all Bruce Campbell's movies though, because some for of them sure. are really shitty. There's some bad ones. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but I'm a big fan. And um God. I, I don't know what I can say negative about this really. Like what do we have any negatives? I, I don't really, but I'll get to, sure, I have sure, a sure. few like nitpicks, eh, nitpicks, nitpicks, sure, but sure, I'll sure. get to those. Mine. M- more of me just wanting more, yeah. like me wanting more of the lore, more of like, how did that get in the bank? Where did it come from? Where are all the books? You know, like I have questions. Um, wh- where is Ash? Is this like an alternate universe? Is this the Evil Dead multiverse? Like he's the Pizza Papa of this world. <laughs> I know, right? And I I watched Ash versus Evil Dead series. I love it. Like I love all of it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna give this nine point five out of ten. Really poorly made scrambled eggs, <laughs> Marco. You know, earlier before that we started the review, I I did a little research. I did the math. And Chris and I have talked about this, how Evil Dead is probably, of all the classic horror franchises, the one that doesn't really have a 
bad film in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not even the television show. You it's know? also great. And, it's and, all good. It's and, got Xena. I, I did the well, math. I mean, between... when, you were, when you were talking about earlier, like, you know, the pressure to make a horror film in a series, this is probably the series that has the most amount of pressure for a director because of just that. Yeah, nothing's there been bad. hasn't been a bad entry, and if you're the guy who makes the bad entry, you don't want to be the guy who fucked it up. You're always going to be known as you the guy who made up. the bad Evil Dead movie. Between 1978 and 1987, like most of the great horror franchises came out, including Evil Dead, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Hellraiser, Friday, Hellraiser, Friday the 13th, and Evil Dead. Those Child's were the Play. five that I picked. And by 1993, all of those franchises had between five and nine fucking movies. You know how many Evil Dead had? Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took us 20 years to get the 2013 film. And now here we are 10 years later. We're finally getting a sequel to that requel. That is the fact that they're talking about making more kind of scares me because I'm yeah. like, look, <laughs> if, you should be. if you want to have a great batting average, hit a few home runs and retire, yeah. you know, and, and they can only go down from here. I don't I, know if that's true. I, I mean, they could go up. But like, there's some franchises like, well, why not do that? I mean, there's nowhere else to go. You already hit the bottom. Uh, and I don't want them to fuck up Evil Dead. Question. So, yes. How do you improve horror? Like, how do you like improve upon like the lore or like the backstory or like, how do you one up yourself? But but that's what I love about Evil Dead because the lore has never been important. It's always kind of the same thing. Yeah, they've there's certain barely, elements. Barely increased the lore. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. They tease it. Fucking, they're always edging you. Yeah. Always yeah. edging. But the, the, that's the other porn parody. And it's also uh, so... The evil arbi- edge. It's also so arbitrary, the rules. Yeah, just, the, like, they don't make any fucking been, sense. The rules have been all totally arbitrary the whole time. Yeah, why like, does one person become a, a deadite and another person yeah. does it? But some people, they can reverse it. You got to cut your hand off. Like, it's it's almost yeah. like zombie rules. You get bit or cut or something. And then some people just get fucking possessed. Yeah, but yeah. again, there are no rules. Yeah. That, Which is why, you know, this movie... Uh, as I told Chris afterwards, this is almost too smart. It's like, man, you guys are getting on, you're on the verge of being smart. And <laughs> this is like a good, dumb franchise. And that's why you've nailed it every time because you don't really have to top yourself. You just give you kind of more of the same, but just some nice variations on it, which this movie does very well. I don't have any big criticisms of it other than, you know, like, do we need another one? I don't know. It didn't really give a good ending in the sense that, like, this is a definitive ending. It's so open-ended, they could go anywhere with it. And that, I'm more worried about what's coming than what we've got. But just this alone, I had a great time with this. And the cast is great. It's the first time in a long time, maybe ever, that I actually gave a fuck about any of the characters. I never give a fuck about the characters in the Evil Dead. They're like, which one of these is dead? You're not Bruce Campbell, so you're dead. Well, the trick in the last one was who's the ash character yeah that was the trick that kept you interested because you're like one of these characters is that ash character, and, and they nailed it who is it the and final girl this one d- the trick is oh you actually like these people and you want them to survive yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> and they don't all and this one hurts in a different way than the last one did the last one was more visceral uh this one i was just like please don't hurt these kids and oh. like oh they're gonna hurt these kids uh i give them credit for that so i have to give this Eight out of ten cheese graters. Yeah, uh, I think this pretty much nails it. Um, I am not sure which I prefer, this or the last one, Mm. which I loved as well. I know some people were critical of it because they 
you know how people are. They're like, I'm a big Evil Dead fan. And they're like, why isn't this more like Army of Darkness? I'm like, <laughs> make more of the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, no, I like that it went back to its roots and mm-hmm. did something different. Now, the question is, as far as for, going forward, which now uh, the the team that makes these is like, okay, well, we want to make one every two to three years mm-hmm. now. We've got a Bible that we're writing of these mm-hmm. things for directors that we bring into it. And we also are going to make them start to loop in with each other, which they've been saying forever that that's what the plan was. Yeah. But how do you make the Bruce Campbell comedy splat stick world work with this super grim, dark, like the last two films? I don't know. I don't. Think and if can. someone figures it out, I'll salute them as an absolute genius. I really will. I feel <laughs> like amazing. Incredible that you do that. I feel like drag me to hell kind of towed that line. Oh, I don't. I think that was just flat sticks. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but with the hard ending. Yeah. You're like, sure. oh, oh, oh shit, it's, you're it's really, ha- you're really going I there. I mean, they were going for hardcore, but it was just goofy funny all mm-hmm. the way through. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it was like, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know how you can create the ultimate darkness of these last two films mm-hmm. cross with Bruce Campbell doing one-liners and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. I mean, you, you do get a get some in yeah. this movie. Maybe well, Bruce has to up his game a little <laughs> bit as far as like, all right, Bruce. All right, come on, man. We got to do it slightly serious. There's not some sort of like mummy that's going to like suck your soul out of your ass. Like we got to do this But for that real. being said, I would kind of like to see like a thing where the two survivors of the these films like encounter Ash and he shows up and goes, y'all are just like, like what what are y'all so freaked out about just get the chainsaw (laughs) and then going like a training course how to survive you already survived in one round here's how you survive the next round that's why i wanted to see mia from the last one come back i just wanted those two would like do the spider-man meme where like they're both pointing their chainsaws at each other like but i gotta tell you i i saw this very early i had a friend in in la mm-hmm. i got an early copy so i saw this like six months ago and i was terrified watching this film i watched it all by myself in a the theater all and by was so scared yeah, exactly shut the fuck up right he's like i'm gonna mess up your recording now the new grant <laughs> Uh, we love you, right? I, I, this is my second time seeing it, and I still think this is absolutely great. The uh, The practical effects are wonderful. The lead actress playing the mom yeah. is so great. She's a bae. She just knows. She's like the the hottest deadite ever. And yet yeah. still, once she's a deadite, you're like, nope, I'm no longer sexually attracted. To are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm she, pretty sure. She pulls off the scary in such a huge way. She is genuinely terrifying in this film. Mm-hmm. Because um, they established her as a good mom exactly yeah. she did such well, a good a okay in the brief she's amount of time she's a good struggling mom yeah. yeah but i i i think that all the car- the actors here do a really good job even the little girl really pulls yeah. it off mm-hmm. uh it gets the other than i think the you know like i said the the tag beginning and end which i'm still mm. like eh, i think it really gets all the timing right of this it's not very long into this movie at all that it just starts going like gonzo, like yeah. fuck you, we're going for it. Like there's not a lot of like extended conversation stuff. It's like, let's go. Uh this is as near as perfect as a horror film, uh, that for Chris, I like to see. It's just fucking fantastic. I'm gonna give it nine and a half mm-hmm. out of ten mm-hmm. tasty grated flesh strips to put on my breakfast tacos um uh, but shells still in the the only reason it's not a 10 for me is because 
I felt like some of the like there's some in the third act of like little oh here's the callbacks to for the fans for Evil yeah, Dead movies yeah. was a little like can you guys come up with some more new iconic lines? Like they're just like, I'll swallow your soul oh, yeah. and get, yeah. come get, get some. some. Or, or, like, or like, I don't need this to happen again. Yeah. Or an eyeball in the mouth, which yeah. seems totally inconsistent yeah. with the whole picture. I, yeah. I did like Beth's line that she had at the end, which I won't ruin, yeah. but like her lines at the very end was yeah. like, you don't, you know, like that, that was a good line. There's sure. some, there's some good like one liners that are not, throwbacks but as old as i am i'm ready to fight some deadites even if it's just in the murder mystery party let's do this all Tessa. right we'll, we'll fucking we'll do this, this. I'll, i will write it because i've wrote some one shots for some the, uh, one of us murder I, mystery uh, evil I, dead I, party I, I will say i was also a props master on a and a blood master on a production uh, a oh. local production of the evil dead musical perfect so. oh, what i went to that yes let's do i worked this. on that and I don't promise that I won't actually set out to kill everyone who's at that. Look, you're not, you're not going to need that blood anyway. You're barely using it. I'm anemic. I need all my blood. There you go. 